Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Good. We have lots of news, lots of Halloween news. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to beat the Halloween thing now until it's dead, huh? Pretty much, yeah. All right. Well, let's get started doing that. Um, you can check out some family friendly entertainment each weekend this month throughout Disney Springs um, with. Characters and songs from Freeform, Hulu, and Disney Plus shows. That's right. They have a mobile DJ who is in a little mobile jack-o'-lantern DJ pod who will roam Disney Springs, uh, and he will play tunes that will make you dance. Uh, And when you want to stop dancing for a minute, you can head on over to the Goosebumps backdrop and take some uh, family photos. Um, Goosebumps, uh, by the way, is a new series premiering on Friday, October 13th on Disney Plus and Hulu inspired by the best-selling books from R.L. Stein, And uh, there's also a photo opportunity to uh, uh, take pictures uh, to remind you of 31 Nights of Halloween on Freeform because they're celebrating their uh, 31 Nights of Halloween as they do every year with special movies. They're, this year, they're sponsoring the Zombies Drummers, who will be marching through the town center every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, beginning at 6 p.m. during the Halloween season. And then the town center, they will also have skeleton stilt walkers and roller skating witches. So how much is that? How, how fun is that? I think it's great. Yeah. And then over at the Advent Health Waterside stage, you can catch the squad ghouls uh, playing grooves and melodies of a haunting nature. They're an acapella group. And they will perform every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday beginning at 7 p.m. All right. So lots of live Halloween going on at Disney Springs. That's nice. And that stuff is all free. That's the best part about Disney Springs. It is. And since it's Halloween season. Uh, There are some pumpkin carving stencils that are available on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. If you head on over to the Disney Parks blog, you can get five pumpkin carving stencils for Halloween. The first one is a uh, pigment, is a figment pumpkin stencil. The next one is Chubby the Bird from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Then we have one of Zero the Dog, Orange Bird, of course, um, and Oogie Boogie. Uh, So those are special Disney characters for Halloween. All right. And then, of course, they have the Fab Four. uh, And then you can get a, let's see, a Rose. One of them's from the Haunted Mansion, maybe? Oh, no, that's Dr. Dr. Facilier from The Princess and the Frog. And one of the, I guess it's a rose from, oh no, that's like Anna. Anna, Anna yeah. from Frozen. Yeah, you're right. I thought it was a rose the way they have it designed. Oh, and that was supposed to be her face. Yes, she does. Her face does, her face and her braid does sort of make up a bit of a rose. That's right. So if you head on over to the Disney Parks blog, you can go to their curated, curated Halloween at Disney Topics page. All right, good. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland. We don't do merchandise that much, but every once in a while, a piece of merchandise pops up that is just too cute to not talk about. That is true. So this is one of them. It's a Hanukkah Loungefly backpack, and it is now available at the Disneyland Resort. That's right. Uh, Hanukkah runs, let's see. Hanukkah takes place from December 7th through 15th this year. Okay. And you can celebrate with the new Hanukkah Loungefly backpack for $88, and it's a light up. (gasps) No. That's right. So you can illuminate uh, individual candles on each day of Hanukkah so to cool. replicate the, what is going on with a real menorah. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So fun. It's adorable. It is. You know, we actually do more merchandise than we think we don't. 
<laughs> I don't like to do merchandise, no, but some nor, of it. Nor do I. We could do an entire show based on merchandise every... I, I mean, just today, they released the entire holiday collection. Oh, we could just and talk about And we can go through the entire the list of holiday buy. items. Yeah, but we won't. No one wants to hear that. We'll save you from that torture. Thank you. Uh, the Splash Mountain pressed penny machine has now been removed from Disneyland. That's right. That's very sad. It used to be right outside of Teddy Bear's Swingin' Arcade. And uh, as Cheryl mentioned, that is now there. Um, they have uh, just a big space there because it's in between two other machines. One is a... Medallion uh, machine. One's a medallion machine and one is a fuel rod replacement machine. Okay. Uh, so there is a blank spot where that press penny machine used to be. Hopefully it comes back. Or they can just shove the other one over. It'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that wraps up things in California. So let's head on over to Walt Disney World. A new sign has been installed at Living with the Land in Epcot that matches the new style of signage throughout the park. That's right. It features the Land Pavilion logo, and it's kind of in their new color scheme, uh, which is like green, white, and black. Uh, it's at the Biotechnology Lab, which is sponsored in association with the U.S. Department of Agricultural Agricultural Research Service. Okay. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that. It replaces the old stylized uh, biotechnology lab sign, which eh, it it fits, but I like this new sign a little more. All right. Information about Luminous, the Symphony of Us, has been added to the web pages for Epcot Fireworks Dining Packages. That's right. This new nighttime show debuts on December 5th. Uh, it does contain fireworks, fountains, lasers, lighting effects, and music. And apparently they're going to have some dining packages available at both Spice Road Table and Rosen Crown. Uh, those packages will be available to book beginning October 6th. So, uh, you know, it's nice. You can get a meal and get some reserved seating yep. for the uh, nighttime spectacular. Get a good spot. So let's talk about these dining packages in a little more detail. The Spice Road Table Dining Package is over in the Morocco Pavilion, uh, and it is a prefix menu, which includes your choice of two small plates, a shared tagine, a dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. Uh, guests 21 years or older may consume alcoholic beverages. Uh, they will ask for a valid form of identification to verify your age. Cost for adult is $79. That is uh, ages 10 and up. That includes tax and gratuity. Okay. Uh, for a child 3 to 9, it is $29. Um, now, theme park admission is required, but not included in the cost of this package. So right. you also have to have a tip ticket to Epcot. Um, until the beginning of January, theme park reservations are also required. All right. So that is the deal there. Um, it's nice because it gives you a, a meal and guaranteed seating. Mm -hmm. with a decent view for the uh, nighttime spectacular. Why don't you tell us what's going on over at Rosen Crown? All right. Um, Rosen Crown is in the UK Pavilion at Epcot. Of course, they serve British fare. Your dining package will include a prefix menu where you can choose one appetizer, one entree, one dessert, and you can choose from a selection of unlimited beverages. Um, I think... That means that says that guests have to be 21 years or older to consume alcoholic beverages. I don't know if that means that some alcoholic beverages are included. I'm sure they're available, but not included in the cost. Yeah, maybe. Um, adults are $89 and children are $39. And again, you have to have park admission. Excellent. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Nothing gets me more fired up for a nighttime spectacular than bangers and mash <laughs> or some hummus. I would prefer the fish and chips, but, you know, to each his own. So I just gave this one a little, oh, because I'm very excited. 
Um, the Winnie the Pooh meet and greet has reopened in Christopher Robin's bedroom at the back of Epcot's, Epcot's UK Pavilion. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say that the, that space has been closed since 2020. It closed from COVID and, and it hasn't been reopened. I didn't know if it was ever coming back. There was probably a lot of dust in there. Right? I guess they had to do so some serious cleaning. They have cleaned it. Um, Pooh Bear has been appearing in Epcot uh, over by the Imagination Pavilion, usually on the grass, Mm -hmm. chasing butterflies with his butterfly net. Um, But he now gets to go back indoors to Christopher Robin's bedroom, uh, which is exciting. Um, And that uh, that was actually closed for three years before reopening in September of 2019. Mm -hmm. So since 2016, (laughs) it's only been open for about a year, maybe about a year. Right. Um, But uh, this is a nice little room. It is Christopher Robin's room. It has a wardrobe, a desk, uh, Christopher Robin's yellow umbrella. And it's really a nice setting for a picture with Pooh. It is. It's a good backdrop. It's a nice dry place to wait in line if it's not so great outside and, and or you, cool because if it's if it's too hot it's nice and cool and air conditioned right. and the window in his room overlooks the hundred acre wood so oh, cool. it's a really nice backdrop so welcome home Pooh. can't wait to get a picture projection mapping has been added to muppet vision 3d at hollywood studios that's right in the show uh when dr bun uh dr bunsen honeydew and beaker create waldo uh, there's a scene where Waldo flies around, uh, separates into multiple uh, versions of himself, right. and flies around the theater. Um, and uh, they now have projection mapping that shows dozens of Waldos flying across the walls. Okay. Now, you may ask me, you may say, Tony, but yes. doesn't Waldo already appear on the walls? I think he does. No, go ahead, ask me. Tony, doesn't Waldo appear on the walls already? Well, how interesting that you should ask, Cheryl, mm. because he does. Okay. However, yes. in the 32 years that the ride has existed, mm-hmm. the Waldos have all been in a static stencil form. Oh. So these new Waldos each fly and act independently because they're utilizing projection technology, nice. projection mapping technology. Very exciting. So, you know, it's just this little plus up. Yes. Uh, that, that they've done to this ride. These are high-level Waldos. It is. They, they're very expensive Waldos, I'm sure. A scale model of Disneyland as it appeared on opening day is now on display at Walt Disney Presents in Disney's Hollywood Studios. You know, that's probably one of my favorite attractions in the park. It is good. And uh, the first reason is because it's indoors. Yes. So when it's hot outside, yes. and there's not a lot of cover in Hollywood no, Studios. you're right. You know, you can go into the Frozen show... Um, you can go into the uh, section where they do the shorts for the Mickey, uh, the new Mickey Mouse cartoon. Mm-hmm. You can go into Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. But um, to go into Mickey and Minnie's Runaway you've Railway. you outside. Exactly. Right. And when you go into Walt Disney Presents, it's all inside. It's all air conditioned. There's no line. It's a great walkthrough if you're a history nut or a Disney nerd. Um, and you can see scale models. You can see... Things that inspired Walt. Um, and one of the my favorite things is when they bring these scale models out. They've had scale models of the cruise ships. They've got scale models of, of some of the attractions. Um, and now they're bringing an opening day scale model into, uh, uh, into the area. Now, this model was originally built for Disneyland's 50th anniversary back in 2005. And it had previously been on display at the Disneyland Opera House outside of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. However, they have moved it um, to, uh, Disney world now. So no word on how long it will be there. Um, you know, in, in, uh, the early days, Disneyland only had five original lands, Frontierland, Adventureland, Main Street, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland. 
Uh, they've since added New Orleans Square, Critter Country, Galaxy's Edge, and Mickey's Toontown. Wow. So that park has undergone a tremendous expansion. So really cool to see how it looked almost 65 years ago. Neat. I should revise what I just said. It's almost 70 years old. The park will be 70 in 2025. It's extra old. It is. What's going on over in Animal Kingdom? Um, there's a new Animal Kingdom merchandise collection. That's right. See, we don't talk about merchandise ever. Well, we try you not to. Yourself. You threw this story in here. I did throw this story in there because it's kind of cool that this uh, merchandise collection is only related to the Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. We've seen, uh, you know, merchandise lines related to resorts. Mm -hmm. um, but now we have this theme park merchandise collection. Uh, and it's a stylized uh, map. And it features characters, uh, silhouettes of characters and silhouettes of some of the attractions uh, in the park. Okay. So it's really kind of cool, and they're all kind of in those, I guess, muted earth tones, mm -hmm. I, I guess you would call them. Mm -hmm. um, so they have lots of elephants and giraffes and iguanas and geckos and snakes and, you know, hidden Mickey heads. So it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, they're nice. Um, and I feel like they may have had other collections that were just for Animal Kingdom, but they haven't been... As extensive as this one is. Or anything is new. It hasn't happened in a really long time. Because, mm -hmm. you know, they used to have, um, like, all of the, like, leopard print Mickey heads and, like, right. all that stuff. You could only really buy it in the Animal Kingdom. But this is um, this is more interesting mm -hmm. and more extensive. So, yeah, no, they're right. nice. So, yeah, if you're in the Animal Kingdom, check it out. They've got everything from T-shirts, Oxfords, uh, pins, bottles, you know, water Headbands, did Carriers, we say headbands? Water containers, yeah. Everything, you know, you know, the typical Disney uh merchandise. All the run. merchandise you could possibly want. Yep. The Disney Treasure Forward Funnel has arrived at the Meyer Werft shipyard. That's right. And it arrived all the way from Poland. Okay. Uh, so they had to float it down to uh Peppenburg, Germany. It's not looking its best. It's not. Well, it's a framework. So first off, the forward funnel is a fake funnel. Okay. Uh, the rear funnel is the funnel that actually has smokestacks and heat transfer and all right. of that stuff. Um, but the forward funnel uh, is where the Aqua Mouse goes through. Mm -hmm. If you've ridden on The Wish, you know that the Aqua Mouse is Disney's new attraction at sea. Um, and uh, this forward funnel will house the Treasures version of the Aqua Mouse. And there will be a new Curse of the Golden Egg storyline on this cruise, oh. where Mickey and Minnie go on misadventures into an ancient temple for a glimpse of legendary treasure within. Oh, boy. Hence the name Treasure. Uh, the forward funnel also houses uh, the new Epcot-themed Tomorrow Tower Suite. Oh. Um, which is, uh, is but from the artist's rendering, going to be very cool. It's yeah. A, it's a two-tower, uh, two-tower two-story suite that will exist in the tower and is very exclusive and, of course, very pricey. Of course. I'm sure it's going to be gorgeous, but really, if you see this funnel, I don't, it looks like something that they dredged up out of the bottom of the ocean. It's not pretty looking. Well, I'm sure by the time it is uh, painted know, like, what and even the metal is that? Are they like it, it's more joints like, It's more stuff? like it's welded marks. Yeah, it's like, so it just looks... It's got to be painted. Paint does wonders. Why is part of it see-through? There's not part of it see-through. That's holes where uh, the Disney logo is. No, but like it's just like almost like meshy. What is all this? That's not meshy. That's welding material. But what's between the welding material? Filler. Like is it what a metal? What is it made out of? I don't know. We'll have to. I'm gonna have to contact the Meyer Works. It looks shipyard. like. See, it looks like it's got like scrim over it. Well, that's covering where the glass is going to go for the windows. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't look very nice. Yeah, yeah Cheryl, it doesn't <laughs> look very nice to me. It looks like a ship that needs to be painted. <laughs> yeah, it needs some fixing up. And now we head on over to the Universal Resort. 
A tarot-inspired collectible Dr. Oddfellow card is now exclusively available to Universal Orlando Resort annual pass holders. That's right. This new collectible Dr. Oddfellow card comes in a black sleeve featuring Dr. Oddfellow, uh, Oddfellow's logo. Uh, there's a QR code on the back that leads you to a Discover Universal blog post about Dr. Oddfellow. Um, he is one of the uh, Halloween Horror Nights characters, oh. um, and he is this year part of Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horrors, Scare Zone. Okay. Uh, so this is an exclusive card. I don't know if there's any other cards in the collection. Who knows? I'm um, sure we'll hear about them in the next uh, few weeks. But if you're a Universal Orlando Resort pass holder, you can go pick this up. They are free and available at the Universal Orlando Annual Pass Holders Lounge at Universal Islands of Adventure and at the Five and Dime in Universal Studios, Florida. Uh, they're available while supplies last. And these are the UOP exclusive collectible for 2023. All right. Bush Garden Tampa Bay is going to be opening a new roller coaster named Phoenix Rising next spring. That's right. The park announced that this new suspended coaster will go over the park's Serengeti Plain and Pantopia sections. There will also be an onboard audio featuring a choreographed soundtrack. This new roller coaster will go 44 miles an hour along a path that is 1,831 feet long. The height requirement for all passengers is going to be 42 inches. So uh, that uh, that's big news for Bush Gardens. They did shut down their uh, one of their older coasters called Sand Serpent earlier this summer, uh, and Phoenix Rising will bring the park's coaster total back to ten. All right, glad to be back to ten. All righty, that wraps up the news for today. We'll be back on Friday, and until then, I'm Tony and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>